Hey guys, it's Al. Just wanted to stop in and check in. Hope everybody is having a good day. Um, today is actually November 2nd. Um, so who knows when I will actually get a chance to upload this. But I just... I'm sorry. I am just leaving a movie with a friend and it has been a heavy week and I'm driving home and I was like, let me record something really quickly um, because I'm thinking about something. So today I was thinking about friendships and I think me and Anna talked a little bit about friendships when we first started this podcast you know we talked about how we met and um we talked about how we both wanted a friendship with our husbands and that's what you know made us feel comfortable enough to marry them or a reason why we wanted to marry them is because the relationships the friendships that we had with them and um friendships are always a hot topic because you have them you don't have them you're striving for them and you know for some people that's not always an easy thing um I know for myself as a kid I I usually had one or two just like real like stable people in my life that I considered friends um I have a large family but unfortunately I only communicate with very few. So growing up, I had like two favorite cousins and I say favorite, but really they were only the only two cousins I interacted with. And then as we got older, um, I saw less and less of them. And even this year, year 30, I've talked to one of them randomly at Target and the other I haven't talked to for two years. And it's so discouraging. I, th- I kind of feel like family is the basis of where my friendship weirdness comes from. And I say weirdness and, uh, and people who know me, they'll be like, Alisa, you don't have a friendship weird situation. Like you have good friends. Like you talk about your friends all the time and this is that and the other. And I mean, I can agree to disagree <laughs> on that situation alone, but um, right now I feel like, or the last couple years, I feel like I have been lucky enough to grasp this friendship thing. Um, I don't know what I could call friendship thing, but grasping relationships, um, although there are ups and downs in that, but, um, I have five best friends and unfortunately they are scattered across some states to have two in Texas, one in Alabama, um, one local and one in Georgia. And sometimes I wonder if they lived in the city, would we still be good friends? Like when we're together, it's fantastic, but, like, if they had to deal with me and my day-to-day bullcrap or I had to deal with their day-to-day bullcrap, would we still be friends? And a couple, well, probably a couple months ago, um, 
we had a talk, my company, um, one of the original director did kind of like a seminar on boundaries and it talked about like where we hold our family, our friends, and like the amount of information we share with them and just the amount that you are willing to share with one another. And I came to a realization that the bubble that I have in in comparison, it was actually a circle, to other people, I have more friends in my circle because I have less family. And so I know over the last couple of years, I have realized that I am looking for things in a friend that a lot of people my age can't give because of having family or having kids or, um, or things like that. And which is really hurtful. I'm also one of those people who I have a friend who tells me all the time. She's like, if I ask you something to go somewhere and you say yes, you're ready to plan, book, and pay for it. And sometimes I just need it just to be a thought. But I just have that mentality of, okay, you've asked me. I'm either accepting or declining, which means that you are ready to go. And so I usually get picked to like research trips or do things because they know I'll get it done in a timely manner. And I'll orchestrate everything. And this friend kind of just told me she was just like, at one point, like actually this was last summer, she was just like, I need to just stop following. I want to be able to do my own thing. I don't want to just tag along with somebody because I know it'd be a cool experience. But like, why am I not doing these things for myself? Which I understood and I, you know, took a step back because, you know, in a friendship, you you kind of, it's not often that you exchange roles, Like, there's either somebody who is always keeping you accountable or the person who is accountable. The person who is the giver, the person who is the taker, um, the person who uplifts, the person who is a listener, you know, all these different variety of things. And I think I'm a strong combination of all of those things and it can be overwhelming for people. And then also in my friendships, I want to pride myself on being a great listener. I feel like recently I have been shown examples where I haven't and it's really like hurt me because that's something that I strive to be over everything and I failed a couple people and you know, I'm not I'm not the greatest wife. I'm not the greatest daughter. Definitely not the greatest granddaughter. Not the greatest worker, supervisor, whatever. But I just always said that I am a great friend. So for me to miss a beat or for me to not pick up on other people's hardship hardships or struggles that really bothers me like I don't know it it just really bothers me I don't know if anybody has ever heard of this 
Gallup Strength, De- Strength Finder. Um, our company introduced this to us a couple years ago, and um, I am very so it's basically like this long test, and from the answers they tell you what your strengths are. I am number one in empathy, which basically means I take on other people's feelings. Um, I'm not sure if that is the, they call it like a balcony or a basement of it. So it's basically like the greatest part of that, having that strength and the worst part of having that strength. But, um, I've been told a lot of heavy things lately and, you know, things that like actually keep me up at night, things that I'm just like, I want to find a way to fix it. I want to find a way to make someone not hurt. I want to find a way to make them feel good and so for me not to pick up on those things so I could do those things or try to fix it it really bothers me because it's just like hey Elisa what are you doing you have a friend that's hurting or a friend that's going through something and you miss that you you weren't there for that person and shame on you for not being there I had a really good conversation with a friend. Uh, I'm going to keep saying this because I've had a lot of great conversations lately. But I had a really good conversation with a friend a couple weeks ago. We went on a work road trip, uh, mini road trip. And we were kind of talking about who we were before we started this job and our hopes and dreams that we came into it and who we've kind of become through this, through this time. And She's had a lesser time than I have. I've been working almost seven years for the company that I work for. And I was basically just telling her that, like, through this job, I have received different tools and tactics that I feel God has put put in my path for me to store. And then when I need them, I'm just able to, like, pull them out and use them to help other people or to help myself and I I was telling her I was like I don't think that this place was put in my path for me not to use them I feel like more and more every day that me being an empathetic person is for me to help encourage people um for me to get people started for them to realize the things in themselves that they might not so easily see or just to encourage certain habits so that they can feel like there is something about them that is appreciative like like they have something they are worth something and I wonder, like, how many people feel that way? How many people feel obligated to do that? Friendships. And I only say friendships because I'm not the friendliest person. So the people that I make, I... Ooh, this is going to sound overly involved. Dedicate to being my circle. I really want to see them grow. I really want them to be happy. I really want all these things for them because they are capable of it. I had a conversation 
yesterday, I literally walked into an office and I always want to say it's a bad habit, but it it's a strange habit for me. But when I see people cry, it makes me cry like automatically. And it's not just like two drops, two teardrops. It's like a whole face, like sobbing wet. And she was telling me the story and it was almost like something came over me and I was I feel like I was able to pull words together to provide some relief for her. And she was she was very appreciative and very thankful and there was somebody else in there and Afterwards, I wanted to, you know how like you say something to somebody and you kind of just want to go over it so they can understand that it's true and that you meant it. And I was telling them, I was like, they're talking about like different traits. And I was just like, I'm not great with words. And she was just like, did you hear yourself? And I was telling her, I was like, I really do think that like sometimes God kind of just like, pushes me to give these things because if you asked me to tell you exactly what I just said I wouldn't be able to do it and last night I went home and I thought about that and I was like oh my gosh that sounds so horrible it sounds like I'm saying just disingenuous things and that's not what I mean at all I mean that I am not like when I, I write people a lot of letters, a lot of notes because it takes me some time. I'm not the greatest with delivery, like on like on point, on source, on site. Haha, uh-huh, anyways. Um, but eventually, I can I can get things together, and they and they will have meaning meaning. But, like, sitting in front of somebody and trying to deliver, I always struggle with. And I really feel like God's spirit just, like, comes over me and, like, gives me the little nudge that I need to to say and to do what I need for that moment. So, I say all of this to say, like, friendships are hard. And for people like me, I, I want to leave a relationship better than what I came in as. And I hope that I can give that same experience to someone else. Um, I love people so hard. Like, I don't want to put a number on it, but my best friend Misty, I've known her since I was in the sixth grade. Um, Jasmine, I've known her since I was a sophomore in high school. Elise, I've known her since, whoo, I was either a sophomore or a junior in college. Mindy, I've known her since she was 16 years old. (laughs) So I was around a junior in college. Laquita, I've known her for going on seven years. 
So I don't take relationships lightly. Like I'm usually in it till the end. And I... Literally, if any one of those people picked up the phone and was like, Alisa, I need you right now. I'm pretty sure I'm going to drop what I'm doing to go help them, to go be with them, to go talk to them, to come make them laugh, to come help do whatever I can do for them because they are basically my family. So for people who struggle with friendships... Why do you struggle in friendships? Why do you, Okay, so we don't have to say friendships. Why do you struggle in relationships? What part of yourself are you not willing to share? Or what part of yourself do you feel has been scarred that you are not worth engaging into a relationship with someone? That's my question for you. And just to make things 360, I can turn that to myself. Where relationship has been scarred for me that I feel I'm not worthy to give to other people? Like I said earlier, I feel like the basis of relationships is the relationships you have with your family. I don't have the greatest relationships with my family. That's what scarred me. That's why sometimes I may do or say things or be too dependent on friends just because I don't have those secure relationships with my family. Why don't I currently feel worthy? Why don't I feel worthy in being in relationships? Because of my experience growing up, I was very dismissed by my own culture because they felt like I wanted to be something that I was not and then I was fat so you you throw that in luckily I mean I know a lot of people well I don't want to say I know but I know there are a lot of people in the world who have gone through tougher times than that and I'm very grateful that like I still had this like even as a young kid, I had this this confidence in me that kept me pushing. Oh, well, if you don't want to be my friend, then you don't want to be my friend. And just kept, kept it moving. Like, I was never afraid to be alone. So even if I had one friend over here, that was way, that was more than enough for me. But I've always had that spirit that I can be alone and it's okay. I whether be alone and comfortable and satisfied Then with someone else who treats you wrong. So that is my conversation piece slash topic for today. (laughs) Um, I hope that made sense for you guys. I hope that these car conversations resonate just some thought like processing who you are I don't know where I read this or might have just heard it somewhere but 
you know, a lot of people are chasing relationships with it, with with other people, friendships, like romantic relationships, whatever. But they are looking for themselves and other people instead of being satisfied and confident in who they are. Or you're looking in what the other person can provide you. If you're looking in, if you're looking for other people to provide you things. I feel like that's not going to be a balanced relationship. Because you're going to feel like someone else is providing you with something. Like, I can't cut ties with them because then I'll, I'll be lacking. And everyone will know... What I once had in comparison to what I currently have. What I actually have. That's just, it doesn't seem like a place anybody would want to be. Right? Right, right, right? So I tell a friend all the time, she, she desperately wants to be married. Um, she wants, she want, or she just wants to be in a relationship, in a mutual relationship. And she's looking for that person to complete her. And I tell her, it's okay to be you. It's okay, and it also has to do with where we live. It's okay to be single. It's okay to be you. It's okay to wait and focus on yourself until what you feel that you have to what you feel that you have is enough for yourself not for somebody else for yourself it's kind of like the curse of the south like graduate high school you get married you have a kid and that's brought now recent more and more recent days but for the people who okay go to high school better themselves go to college they don't meet their mate there is like what's wrong with you why isn't this happening what's going on oh you're too independent oh you can't do this without a man well why do you want a man or a significant other when you don't know who you are why can't two whole people blend together And I've said this for a while, like, you get in a relationship, you don't know who you are, you're going to blend because you're going to compromise. That's what happens in a marriage. You're going to wake up one day and not know who you are. Because you have adapted things that were not you in the core of anything. So, I think that's all I have to say today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have questions, you can email me at saltysoutherners at gmail.com, Twitter, the Salty South. Um, thank y'all and talk to you later. Bye.